Welcome back to podcast. I'm Cass and every week I bring you another guest who tells us their story and any tips on how to combat the shit that life loves to throw our way. For those of you on TikTok, there's been a lot of videos of new songs that are called out by Gen Xers and Millennials for being a new version of an old song. As a millennial myself, I'm right there with them. My guest this week is also a millennial and she's that proud of it. She has a podcast all about it. I had such a laugh talking of my childhood memories and items that we deemed back then as so important. We are the link between old school parenting and modern day. And I had such a hoot talking to her about everything from the 90s and early 2000s. My guest this week is amazing. I love her podcast. This is Steph. Hi, Steph. Hello. How are you, Cassie? <laughs> oh, I'm even better for talking to you. Right? Same here. <laughs> Great way to start my day. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everybody about Turn of the Millennials. Yes. Um, so it's a podcast that I do with my friend, Lindy. Uh, we basically are a couple of elder millennials born kind of in the <laughs> early 80s. Um, so we just go back and reminisce about our prime, you know, millennial growing up formative age years. Mostly between we chose between 95 to 2005 instead of a specific 90s to 2000s decade. Yeah. Because so, we grew up between the middle cusps. So we chose 95 to 2005 as our decade of like <laughs> where we focus on. <laughs> what was it that Lindy called us? The Zelders. The Zelders. Or the, yeah, there's the Xenials, the Zelders, the, I've heard geriatric millennials. Oh, like, there's God, so no. many. Right? I've, I've gotten rid of that one. I'm an elder millennial because at least I sound sage and wise. <laughs> exactly. And I was brought up in this era. I mean, I was born in the 80s. I had my primary school years in the 90s and I hit high school with Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. You know, I remember going to school, to high school, and I was telling my mom I was going to be dressed like Britney Spears in her okay. very first video. <laughs> I think I actually did find a skirt similar to that and I did dress like Britney Spears. <laughs> I totally did. I remember it. I was, she was an idol. Idol. Totally. <laughs> she was. And I, I grew up with, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, I remember going to my mom and being like, I'm not a girl. I might not be a woman yet, but I'm not a girl. Right. Not a girl. Which fun fact, actually, our episode this week is about Crossroads because it's its 20th. It was released 20 years ago this week. Oh God, I feel old. I know, right? <laughs> so old, so old. So I went yeah, to that's the cinema to see that. Right, so did I, and it's just like, oh my gosh, how is it? Tw- how did twenty years go by so fast? But but not <laughs> exactly. I, I don't feel old enough or tall enough to be. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm, and, and for me, I don't personally have kids, so I feel like I also am not fully adult enough yet either. Like I still feel like that's the one adult thing I haven't achieved to make me feel because I've seen neighbors who are like 22 years old and they've got like three or four kids and I feel like every time I see them I didn't know their age and I was like they must be close to my age and like no no no, we're 24 and I was like you seem so much older than me oh it's that level of responsibility I don't have 
<laughs> I am a parent and I still don't feel old enough. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. It's all, it's fake no. until you make it. <laughs> I literally am faking it. Right? He's like, mom, you're such a good mom. And I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you think so, that's what matters. <laughs> yeah. Who cares if I fuck it up? Nobody else knows. Nope, that's exactly it. Listen, um, I was raised on taking care of Tammy Gotches, you know, and I couldn't keep them alive. So I'm doing well with my child so far. <laughs> maybe my like poopsie doll or something like that. That was another real thing. Or one of those ones where you maybe had to learn to put a diaper on or something. That, oh, yeah. that I guess that's my caretaking skills. That's about it. <laughs> I remember I, when I was a kid, the uh, dolls that peed, like you'd give it a drink and then it'd pee. And yep. I was like, no, nah, I'm not ready for that responsibility. I don't want that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we had it either. No, I was like, that's just, that's just not for me. I don't, the, the, yeah, not my idea yeah. of playtime. <laughs> no, do you know what? It was so much fun back when I was a kid. I mean, you had the whole pop scene and you had Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera, which the I Spice still Girls. don't <gasps> The Spice Girls. Of course. Yes. yes. Like, come oh. on. And it you was know, like, I felt like with my multi-personalities, you know, I was every single one of them. Absolutely. 100%. On one day I'm sporty spice, the next day I'm like angry, so I'm spice, spice, you know. <laughs> if I was all dressed up, I was posh. If I was on right? my period, I was scary. You exactly. Know? <laughs> and then Ginger was just always when you wanted to have a fun time. Exactly. She was just so out there. And then you was baby if you were still doing your Britney Spears, you know. <laughs> Right. Maybe one Being more time. The, the coy, coy little girl. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there was there was just so much like the TV. The TV isn't as good now. I don't think the kids. I don't. Uh, from what I've watched, mm -mm, mm -mm, no. not at all. Not at all. We had the good. We had the good area. But it was also because we were like the boomer children so there was a lot of us they had to target to our generation there was like we're behind the boomers we're the second largest generation so yeah they had to so the 90s was like prime era for targeting like kids like tv shows and movies and <laughs> all of it was great see you had like you was put into grief with land before time you play mm -hmm. that music as little foot's mom dies it will make mm -hmm. any of us cry you've got Oh, Simba? Yeah. When Simba's dad dies and you just... Oh, God, yeah. Oh, just just and, tears. And like any song of the movies, I remember them. Oh. And I, I will watch I have, them over and over. I have my Aladdin shrine up there because that was my <laughs> Disney movie of that era. That is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> See, mine, for some reason, I really love Pocahontas. Okay. Yeah, he, good. He basically, was like, I ain't marrying the person that you think I'm going to marry. Right. I am a strong, independent woman, and I'm like, yes, I like that. And then she I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> and it was like, oh, really? Right. <laughs> of all of all the men, really, of all the men, Pocahontas. Come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. But look, that was like the primary. It was like The Little Mermaid, and then Beauty and the Beast, then Aladdin, and like Pocahontas, and like the prime years for Disney. It if was. Me. Oh, it was definitely, and. You got away with the in jokes. Like there yes. were so many adult jokes put in there. And I know <laughs> Disney is still trying to do that. I mean, I took my son to go and see Frozen 2 when it came out. Okay. And there's a bit in it. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear about Frozen 2, you know, but it's been out years, so why? Um, right. But she goes, I like a man in leather. 
I'm like, my eyebrow oh. raised up and I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Yes, you Anna. do. You All right, Anna. Bitch. <laughs> right? Of course. Jeez. Oh, Disney. Disney, Disney. Oh, well, getting them in. <laughs> our years, like, we had Rugrats. We had Keenan yep. and Kel. Keenan oh, and yes. Kel was like, yes. All that. The whole, like the whole show. Yeah. Yep. The good, uh, good burger, which was like the movie, oh. which was so funny. Uh, I watched it all the time when I was a kid. I loved it. Sabrina, this teenage witch. Oh, so good. Boy Meets World. Yeah. Oh, they oh, were all. Oh. But then there was like Home Improvement and like shows like that. And they were epic. I remember like you'd get the TV mad and you would circle the things that you wanted to watch and you would plan it so that you would zip in between the channels. <laughs> To make sure you watched everything. Even just saying, taking out the mag and circling <laughs> is dating us. Like, oh my gosh, like the TV yeah. guide and you just have to go through. Uh, yeah, there was no uh, app in them days. <laughs> no, there was no app. There was, we didn't even have the on TV TV guide. It was no. only the paper TV guide. And then we went to on TV TV guide. So you didn't have to get the paper. Yeah, I mean, I remember that being five channels before Sky came out and all that. We had five channels and Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, you'd race from channel five and you'd be watching Home Away and (laughs) (laughs) and then you'd go to like BBC Two and you'd be watching The Simpsons and you didn't dare miss (laughs) the beginning of The Simpsons. Never, never. You would race to the toilet and then my siblings would be like, it's on, it's on. You'd, You'd like break your neck running down the stairs to try and get the beginning bit of The Simpsons. Because you always had to know what the chalkboard joke was. He always wrote something different on the chalkboard. You had to know. Oh, what happened when they went in the house? Because it was always different. Right? Always. Exactly. And it was yep. little things like that that got us. And we learned time management. <laughs> right? I, I honestly did learn time management from all of those. Like, you know, at eight o'clock, it was this show. Nine o'clock, it was this show. So I had to make sure that my homework was done by eight o'clock. And if dinner was on the table by like five, we would be done by like six. So I had to, you know, yep. time management. That's where we learned it. Oh, you learned how to order in restaurants and be firm with what you wanted. Because if your mom was taking her time making her tea, then it was like, mom, I have got shows to watch. You need to be hurrying up. <laughs> Right. Or, or when it was like, well, we had like fend for yourself nights. So it was basically like leftovers or you make your own dinner. Like we're not doing it for you. And those nights you're like, okay, we're rushing, 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 making sure we're all done. Time for TV time. Yes. <laughs> and then it'd be like, your mom would say, we're going out somewhere. And you're like, no. And then you'd go and get the VCR. You go get the VHS tapes. Oh and my you'd gosh. record it. <laughs> And hope that you're not recording over like another TV show or like I used to record music videos off of the TV oh. as well. So you didn't want to record over one of those tapes no. either. Or so a family you had memory. Specific tapes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I may have done that one time. Whoops. You don't yeah. label it. We don't know. Listen, just because we can't ever see Auntie Sandy's wedding again. <laughs> I got so, Simpsons. Right? Sorry, Sandy. Simpsons were way, way more important. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I remember like, on a Sunday when they do the top 40, like you'd mm-hmm. get a cassette and yep. you'd record it and you'd try and stop it before the DJ came back on. One sec here. <laughs> oh, what does Steph have for us? No I still have way. a mixed cassette. <laughs> 
My mom found it in like some box of stuff in her garage or whatever. And it says my summer mix. What do you have on it? I don't know because I don't have a cassette player to play it. So I need to go find one at a thrift store. Because that's how out of date technology is, children. At least a CD, I can play it either in my car or like in a PlayStation. Yeah. This thing, you can't. Nope. So that's it. And like we had the Sega Mega System, like that was our console. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you had the brick Game Boy. Yep. Oh, and, the, the, and Game Gear, which was like the color screen one, if you were like really fancy. Yep. And like, I don't get how. I mean, I remember when we went from cassettes to CDs mm-hmm. and I was still buying cassettes because I was like, listen, you still get the same songs. It's just a right. lot cheaper. <laughs> exactly. It was still cheaper and they were still available everywhere. <laughs> exactly. And do you remember how you used to get like the lyrics inside them? Some of them did, but if most of them did, but if it didn't have the lyrics inside, you were so angry and upset because now you didn't know the lyrics and you couldn't read them and figure them out because we did not have, we did not have internet. We could not just go to lyrics.com and find them guys. Nope. (laughs) So you had to listen over and over and over again and hope that you got to know the lyrics. (laughs) But then because you was listening to it over and over and over again, your parents got into it. Your parents started singing it and then you was like, oh, this is not cool. Right. (laughs) Or the other thing is, is because you never got the lyrics, you would start to hear words like, I just swallowed a fly instead of, I just want to fly. <laughs> so there was so like, you know, or like La Isla Bonita sounds like doggy style fajita. <laughs> so oh, I did a lot of that. <laughs> you wrong <right>? lyrics. <laughs> right? Because you just don't hear them right. And if you don't have them, you didn't know. And then, of course, not until lyrics came out like 20 years late, like say, like when we were 24, did we decide to maybe look up the real lyrics and be like, well, damn, I was singing that wrong all this time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, it's like, I can't, is it uh, Fairy Tale of New York? I still sat, I still sing, you swipe, <laughs> And it's not. <laughs> I still sing in Bad Mood Rising by CCR. It's There's the Bathroom on the Right, not the Bad Moon on the Right. Because ever since I was a little kid, it sounded like there's, and I never understood why they would sing in a song, There's the Bathroom on the Right, but that's what it is. They were just being very, very descriptive. <laughs> right? They're just being very polite and telling you where the bathroom is. <laughs> and then, like, we moved from cassettes to, CD, to CDs, and then we finally got dial-up internet, and every one of us can still hear that dial-up tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. It was like a scene from a horror film. <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible. And then, like, if you had, like, depending on where you were, like, there was the AOL version, or you yep. had, like, Golden Circle or Netscape Navigator, like, all <laughs> these different web browsers. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> oh, they was. And then you'd get your mobile phone, and if you had it near your computer and you was getting an incoming text, you would get that... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it would interfere with, like, radios and stuff like that. Cell phones always used to interfere with the radio. You'd hear, like, a sh- sh- in this. Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You always think, knew when you was, had a message come in. <laughs> and what was that doing to, like, us? when it, If it's doing that to a radio, what would it be doing when it's, like, in our, like, uh-huh, long-term effects um, kits? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were safe. I mean, we had the uh, Velcro bags. 
to put oh, our yes. phones in. We didn't uh-huh. keep them in our bras or in our pockets. We had our cool bags. I never did the bra thing. That one never made sense no. to me. Just, I don't know. I knew a bunch of girls that did. That didn't make sense to me. No, I don't have enough to put a, a bra. I, they're already, my, like, yeah, my bra's already filled out. So I don't need <laughs> anything else to fill it out more. Thanks. And one thing I could not cope with is if it started like vibrating while it was ringing, you'd be like, whoa. Mm, whoa. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> Ring again. <laughs> That's usually when it's in the pocket, your back, your back uh, jeans pocket. Oh, well, yeah. But then mm-hmm. it was like, you'd go and sit down. And right. it just come flying out your back pocket. Or when you went to the washroom and then sometimes it would just fall into the toilet when you go to take them off. Because like our pockets oh, are like, yes. let's be real. This is low rise when our pockets were only like two centimeters big. So nothing yep. could really fit in them anyways. Nope. So you, you, the minute you took them off, everything fell out of your back pockets. And these low-rise jeans was extremely low. Like, it was fashionable to show your thong. The, uh, so, <laughs> two things about that. So, I believe this is the point where Brazilians became very common. Because these mm-hmm. pants were so low-rise, you could, um, like, if you didn't do some grooming, you would see your pubes. Yep. And... My partner and his friend always still talk about the whale tails and how they love that on <laughs> girls because that's what that's how they grew up with as kids was the whale yep. tails. So they think it's like a hot and sexy thing. You would have your crop top or bralette on. You would mm-hmm. have these low jeans and then you would have the brightest colored thong mm-hmm. pulled way up much more than what the Kardashians pull them up now. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> All the way up your hip bones. Like, yep. that's kind yep. of where they went. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had our blue eyeshadow or our silver eyeshadow and our coal liner. And mm-hmm. we had our <laughs> tiny little eyebrows. We also didn't understand the concept of blending. So you got a hard line right where (laughs) your chin ended. And we're not talking like a nice shade. Like we're talking, it's like orange shade, guys. So it's like an orange line with like pasty white on your neck. We didn't understand blending then. No, no, we didn't. (laughs) And it was like the butterfly clips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Butterfly clips everywhere. All across, like a crown on your head, almost is what they would yeah. you would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we invented chokers. <laughs> you Still know. wear my chokers from time to time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was just so much, and like I, I've been seeing it a lot on TikTok, where these yeah. younger children are coming on, and they're like, "I have jeans with a skirt over the top," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's old." Been there, <laughs> done that. <laughs> not doing it again there are certain things yeah. that were better left in the past guys like yes. although i thought the mullet was going to stay in the past because it was not the greatest of them but no. i it's it's cool again it's make it it it, it became cool how i don't know somehow because the 80s 90s came back and i guess someone did it ironically and then people just thought it was cool i don't know i don't know but it's making its comeback uh, say this is where trends come and go because people are sheep at times right. and they go oh so-and-so's doing it we have to do it it's like no think for yourself it wasn't right. a good look then 
like I have found certain of like the clothes back then that I wanted and that I've gotten. So I bought my own myself like a velour juicy couture tracksuit because I never got one Ooh, as a kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's it's black because I couldn't find the pink one. The pink ones are hard to come by because everybody wants those. But I got the yeah. I got one of those. I have uh they were like the in the early 90s, like a holographic purple surf style windbreaker. Yeah. Found myself one of those. And then I found the uh, Tommy wide leg cargo flare overalls. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the wide leg is coming back as well. And the flares are coming back too, like the bell bottom flare, which is funny because like everyone's like, oh, it's the 90s flare. And it's like, but the 90s were just us ripping off the 70s. You realize yeah. that, guys. Like fashion just repeats itself in cycles. It goes to like, which I learned in school, it's a pendulum actually. So it goes to like, so we went as tight as we could go with, the, you know, our skinny jeans until we couldn't go any tighter. Yeah. So now we got to came back to the middle. We kind of went to the, and now we're going back to our like wide, 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 wide until we hit the <laughs> pendulum with those. And then we'll just and go it- back again. See, we just can't learn. We can't find that happy medium. No, exactly. We, we have can't to be find extreme. It. <laughs> Always. We're, we're extreme, extreme do, beings. <laughs> do you remember the platform trainers that the Spice Girls brought in? Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen a few of, like, not the full high ones that they've had, but I have oh. seen some coming with a little platform. I remember being in high school and I found a pair of silver ones and they were the full... <sighs> They was massive. They was proper platform front oh. and back. Oh, and nice. I wore them everywhere because I'm not even five foot tall. So <laughs> I was like, yes, I can be yes. tall. Right. So I was wearing them everywhere. My Nana lived on a hill and she wanted to go into town and you have to walk down the hill. And this was oh, a no. hill. And I'm gripping onto my little Nana. <laughs> because I've got platform trainers on and I'm going to go head over heel down the hill. Oh, no. Oh, that's, uh, but, oh they were so great, though. It was. I was so afraid. And I, I don't even know what happened to them, but I was like, oh. But then it's like Pokemon. Pokemon came out and everyone went mental for Pokemon. And I had a mm. massive stack of cards. Don't know what happened to them. Now my son is collecting them. And, and I'm like, worth so much now if you have the originals. I know. I'm good. I got rid of a gold mine. I had right? hundreds. And I'm looking Hello. at my son and I'm like, ah, I used to be into this. My sister is still sitting on her Beanie Baby collection in hopes Beanie that it comes Babies. out. And there was a documentary that came out on HBO called Beanie Mania. Mm-hmm. And there's some. Millennials and like, or not like some Gen Zs and like their younger kids that are like finding beanies and like going on YouTube and being like, oh, this was worth this. And they're trying to like, so my sister's like, hmm, I wonder if the value will come back up again and I can uh, make some money. <laughs> God, I remember Beanie Babies. I had so many of them and there was so Beanie Baby pink. stores everywhere, TY stores everywhere. Yep everywhere and then there was like Ugh. magazines that were printed that would tell you like the value of them and everything it yeah. was it. but this documentary that was on hbo was at, like it brought up it really just started like this whole collectors and like money things started because of a couple of women in a sub in like a little cul-de-sac in you know middle of nowhere usa because they just started calling all these stores and all these stores and all these stores to try and get the collection of them and then that just kind of eventually sort of drove up the market in that. And I was like, what? Yeah. And what? A couple of ho- bored housewives for crying out loud. <laughs> yep. And then they discontinue some. So then they became hot to get. And yes, like, we even had a, a, a Princess Diana bear. 
Yes, when she passed away, there was the purple bear with the white heart. And yes, yeah. I remember that. They would retire them is what they were called. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. if if some of them had like a weird printed tag or something, then those were more valuable than others. Or And you didn't want to take your tag off it because that made oh, it invaluable. No. Like mm-hmm. the I remember you couldn't see my bed because they would all be laid out across my pillow and down my bed and you could not see my duvet or anything. <laughs> and then people would put them in the boxes as well so they wouldn't get dusted or all of the, like there was, it was, it was a whole thing, guys, like a whole thing. A whole McDonald's thing. McDonald's got into it. McDonald's started releasing it. And that's where I actually yep. got my first TY. I actually got my very first Beanie Baby. It was a koala bear called Mel. And <laughs> yes. I got it. <laughs> Uh, my auntie, shout out to my auntie Nick. She actually took me to a McDonald's after a Boyzone concert. Oh my gosh, Boyzone! We got it. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh Boyzone. Uh, I oh, remember yep. those boy bands also. Mm, yeah, there were so many. I have to say, one of my favorites, besides NSYNC, was Five or Five Ive, oh, as they would yes. call them, as as it was written, because it was yep. Five and then I V E, which so Five Ive, like I did. Yep. <laughs> But they were just like, I loved them because they were like more like dirtier, edgier pop. And they were just so good. Yeah. Everybody get down now. Right. <laughs> and the baby when the lights go out. Like, oh, just so good. So good. But <laughs> now you get me dancing to any of them. And like with Boyzone, I was at um, primary school or junior school. And mm-hmm. I was head over heels in love with Stephen Gately. <laughs> And my dad came and he looked like he was about to give me bad news. And he told me that Stephen Gately had come out as gay. Oh, and I shouted at my dad. I told him not to speak to me again. I went home. I got the newspaper where it had it in big letters and I ripped the newspaper up (laughs) and I cried for two days. And the only way my mum could stop me from crying was because she told me that he would never love a woman. Oh, I mean, it, it's true. So it's not it's not so heartbreaking, but, but still. And it's true. That's like when you're a teenager, you're literally invested in these people. Like you honestly yeah. think that you're going to marry them. You're going mm-hmm. to date them. like you. So when something like that happens, like say when like they start dating someone or like they came out as gay, you're, this is your literally your first heartbreak ever, yep. guys. Like yep. your heart shatters. You just cry for days. I, th- I think I was actually in primary school. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know, seven Right, I was <laughs> completely heartbroken. <laughs> I totally have over there this book. Everything was so it was grade four. So what? Probably like yeah, about eight or eight or nine. I was maybe ten, and I have it was Backstreet Boys were big. So I have a little my own fan fiction of how me and my friends met the Backstreet Boys and had this like whole thing with them. And I still have it to this day. I'm surprised I've kept it this long, but I still have it. And apparently we typed it up too, so it's actually oh, printed, gosh. not just handwritten. <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. I'm just like, the, like I said, you're so in love with them that you just make your own stories. You and like, oh. Cause we didn't have like TikTok where you could watch fan fiction and you could influencers and yeah, stuff. We had to make our own entertainment basically. And teen and magazines were as about as attainable as we could get to them compared to like TikTok. 
and they were so full of crap. Because <laughs> I remember reading them and being like, right, so you have to leave it two weeks before you text a guy and all this. And then when I met my now husband and he's like, he's telling me that he's got feelings for me and he's telling me that he wants me to move it. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, this is not what the team magazine said. <laughs> Right. Those teen magazines lied to me forever. And the embarrassing story stuff, I feel like they were always oh. made up because they always just seemed so over the top. Like no one actually went through those things. Do you remember the whole, I, I kept seeing this in like every magazine. I think I'm pregnant because I gave a blowjob. <laughs> right. <laughs> Girls were so, we, we were so, or I can feel the, I can, I, I swallowed. I can feel them swimming around in my stomach was another one that also always came up. And it's like, no, no, you can't. No, 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 no. <laughs> But Young you could fool yourself in them days because we didn't have the entertainment. Once we, you know, once your parents wanted the TV, that was it. You had no entertainment. You had to go and entertain yourself. Yeah. And your imagination just went wild. Or you read books like this was, this oh, was yes. all we had. Like if there's no TV, you had books or you recreated your own stuff or you played with your toys. Like you, you, we, we did a lot more creation. And we also, unlike this generation, didn't have knowledge at our fingertips. If someone told no. you something, you believed what they said until like 15 years later when you decided to look it up and you're like, oh, because like, you, you spout it to someone saying, oh yeah, no, 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 this is this. And they're like, no, that's not the case. Yeah. like, well, no. But someone told me when I was like, I've been living. And then you're like, I've been living off this lie for 15 years. Oh, shit. I've, I looked like an idiot all these years. <laughs> oh, when like sex education back in our schools was very, very basic. It was literally mm-hmm. you put a condom on a banana and you, you know, you don't get pregnant. Although they did show us a birthing video and it traumatized <sighs> me. We were sat at the back of the class breathing with the woman, you know. Oh, gosh. But, <laughs> any other like tips or anything you got from the girl that said that she'd done it already so then Mm -hmm. you get your own partner (laughs) and you're going off that information yep yep (laughs) okay why is he not enjoying that (laughs) and because like also like 12 you weren't buying cosmos either like if you were if you did have cosmo like you were kind of like looked at like oh your parents are kind of ooh, you're risky to mm-hmm. have cosmo at this age and that's obviously where you would learn more about this yeah more you know sexual stuff but, but till then like your teen magazines it was like ooh, flirt with him and you know if you like him do this and you're like seriously these are the worst tips in the world yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> although there was just so much going on it was unreal like mm-hmm. We had everything going on. And everything. We were last, like, we was in the, the middle great, of everything. The last great decade, I feel like, the 90s. <laughs> like, and like I, I know it sounds silly, but I feel like 9-11 is literally what changed everything. Yeah. And it sounds silly. Like, I know it's, it happened in a state, this happened in the, an event that happened in the States, but it still was, like, affected. I feel like the worldwide oh, it got was. the effect. And that's what really changed the whole world was at that point. Yeah. It was... Like, we then found out we wasn't safe. Right. We were in this like bubble of just like mm-hmm. everything is good. Things like, yeah, there was a wars over maybe in like the Persian, there's the Persian Gulf War in the nineties, but it wasn't really immediately necessarily impacting a lot of us and stuff. And then this was like us close to home There's Like, so it just seemed like, yeah, it was the, yeah, the world was no longer yeah. safe. Like there's, it's not just daisies and roses anymore. No. Cause I, I remember, you know, your parents would say, right, go out and play. And you did not come back until the streetlights came on. Yep. And 
nowadays I wouldn't dare think of doing that. I'd be like, I, I need to know where you are. I need to put a tracker on your phone so I can see <laughs> where you are, you know, and all of this. But then I remember coming home from school when 9-11 had happened mm-hmm. and it was, you know, there was no other show on any of the channels. It was mm-hmm. all on this. Yeah. And everybody just stopped here in the UK. Everybody just stopped and was like, wow, this is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I, I, it's the exact same thing. Like I go to the mall and I remember like I lived beside it. My mom let us walk to the mall, go to the mall. Like it was no problem. Walk, And I sometimes, or even like going to like the amusement park, like say Wonderland here or like yeah. one of those big places. And we would go there, no problem. But now I see kids there that are like walking around at 11, 12. And I was like, are your parents around somewhere? You shouldn't be walking around by yourself. Like it's dangerous out here. Yeah. You're 11 years old. Like, why are you at the mall by yourself? Why are you at Wonderland? Like I, but I did it no problem. And I, I we didn't yep. think twice about it. But the thing is nowadays, you not think like when we were teens, we was identical. I identified by our orange tanned makeup <laughs> with the, <laughs> with the line at the chin. <laughs> We was identified by the really, really bad fashion choices that we had. Yeah. Yep. Nowadays, these are like grown women. Mm-hmm. They do flawless makeup. They are wearing high-end like fashion. And you look at them and you're like, I don't actually know what age you are. I drive past a high school and I'm like, uh, are you the same age as me? Because I, I feel like you look like you're 36 and... I should be the 14 year old standing on the yes. steps. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. They're so, and it just kind of makes you feel so bad for these kids because they don't have the childhood anymore to just no. have been grow up and fun and play. I know it sounds silly to just yeah. play, but play is something that just doesn't seem to happen anymore. Like even as, no. even as an adult, we should still play, but you should yeah. never lose it. But it's like the kids nowadays, they're not going outside and playing. They're on their phones. They're TikToking. They're not, and they're even like, they can sit in the same room on the phone and that's how they communicate with their friends. Like, yeah. What? No, I remember going around to my friend's house and we'd have, you know, the bubble furniture. <laughs> oh, bubble furniture. <laughs> Not practical by any means, guys. No. <laughs> and if you wore anything that was slightly slippery, you may as well just sit on the floor or on the beanbag. Right. We had beanbags. Ooh, beanbags. Yes, beanbags were great. The, the pastel pinks, purples, like mm-hmm. furry ones. We had them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I had like a full living room set. I had a bubble sofa. I had a bubble chair. I had a beanbag. I had the little fridges. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, mini fridge. Mini fridge. Got to have it. And then you'd invite your friends over and everyone would be sat around and you'd all be chatting. And you'd feel like a grown-up because you'd be like, does anyone want a drink? Does anyone want a snack? You'd get lime wire and you'd mm-hmm. start downloading <laughs> Just dance around and like get up and dance, feel like you're in your own club. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how long it took you to download something? (sighs) Four hours for Mm -hmm. one song. It could be like a day and then you get to the end and it wasn't even what you wanted. Or it would get into those last final seconds and then it was like error. And you're like, yeah, I've been waiting a day and now you're an error. (laughs) Oh, then like your family would start using the internet. And you'd see it getting slower and slower. And, slower. and you're like, can you please get off the phone or off the computer? Or the dial-up dates when they picked up the phone. <gasps> <gasps> no, yep. that's a big no-no. Yeah. Uh, we had so much fun, though. 
so much fun. And it's, it's so funny because for me, the dial-up days, I specifically remember me and my sister, whatever, for some reason, whenever we were going on the internet, we were always listening to Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album. <laughs> so to me, that dial-up sound goes hand in hand with Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. The, the two are connected for me. <laughs> See, I remember being like, I went from being Britney Spears, oops, I did it again, very cheeky little schoolgirl, very innocent, to Christina Aguilera, Dirty. Stripped. Mm, great album oh, too. That was a fantastic album. And I wanted fantastic. her hair. I wanted the red in the blonde and then the black in the blonde. And her little baby skirt that she wears in the video I thought was adorable. Oh, yep. I mean, she I didn't have the she... figure for it. Like, but... No, no. <laughs> no. Although I wish I was, as they say, because we were high school fat. And man, when I look at those pictures, I wish I was high school fat now. Yeah. yeah. Because you look at yourself in those pictures like, I was not fat. Why did I think I was fat? What the hell? Stupid 16-year-old me. It was because of the fashions. Right. Because you had a little low, bit of low jeans do not <laughs> give you much room to hide anything. And if you had any sort of like, and you didn't even have to have any fat on you, but just a little sort of fat that created a muffin top, or if you bought them in the oh. wrong size and it created the muffin top, forget it. You're not wearing, yeah. you're not, you're never wearing low rises ever. No. You, you just, then you'd go into your emo phase and then you'd get oh. like your great big hoodie and your great big jeans with the chains. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Or, and the, like the, the, all of the like uh, bondage that would go in between. And oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. See, I remember like, I was listening to, like I said, Pink, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, all that, Spice Girls. Mm -hmm. And then I started to be like, no, I want to be different. Around the same time that everyone else wanted to be completely different. And then everyone kind of went into the darker phase. Yep, the emo and phase. You kind of split off. You either went rap or you went dark. Yes. And I went dark and I was listening to like Linkin Park, Evanescence, you mm -hmm. know, them kind of things and then my mum got into them and I'm looking at my mum and I'm like why are you copying me <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be listening to my music come on but to be fair like now I look back and I'm like I, I do I love the fact that I was singing Linkin Park with my mum right you know, that was fantastic but at the time I was like stroppy teenager alert why you have you got to copy what I'm doing you're so unfair <laughs> I I remember the first time we had a little trailer park. So in the summertime on the weekends, we'd go to the trailer. And the last weekend of the summer, first time I ever saw my mom drunk, because she didn't really drink too much. So the first time I ever saw her drunk, someone was doing like a shooter party. They had a whole bunch of different bottles. So they were just, everyone was just having a huge party doing shots all night. And then my mom, because it was the year that Because I Got High came out. Oh, yes. Afro Man. And all my mom did the whole entire time while she's drunk is running around the trailer park just singing because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. And of course, being the 14, 15 year old, we're like, why is my mom singing this song? What is she doing? Now back, I think on it, I'm like, oh, that is so funny. Like that my yeah. parents, your parents are just singing your music and they're just like, but they love it just as much as you. You know it. Exactly. And like, I remember Kylie Minogue making a comeback. Mm -hmm in the yeah. 90s and 2000s and I was obsessed and like how she wore that thing in um oh, what was that song where she wore like a white thing and it barely can't get you out of my head I think. I think it was that I think that one and I mean I was obsessed with that album we actually went to see that tour 
Um, mm. My auntie bought me a ticket and I was so happy with it. <laughs> and like, we knew all the dance moves. That was another yep. thing that we did. You practice dance oh, yeah. moves. So when TikTok came about, we was like, oh, yes, right. we can do this. <laughs> Still got the Spice Girls stop. Like, I got, yeah, spice up, your, spice up your life. Like, I got them all still in my back pocket. <laughs> For sure. And last night it was funny. I was listening to, I was watching Men in Black for one of the episodes oh, for ours because yes. it is now 25 years old, the first Men no. in Black. I know this is the problem with my podcast is now it makes me feel old because I reminisce. <laughs> and then when I say they're 20, 25 years, ugh, so old. So I was watching that one. And then at the very end, they play the Will Smith Men in Black. And of course, still knew every damn word to the damn song. And I was just yep. like, how after 25 years, haven't heard the song in probably 15 that it just like that word for word yeah. just spouted out but do you not find that today's music can really annoy you because you're like i know this song i know it i know it i know it and it's a remix of the song that we used to sing to mm-hmm. or they like, sampled someone sampled marky mark's funky funky bunch good vibrations i heard that for the first time the other day and i was like oh god no don't don't mess with marky mark but there was that uh Paramore Misery Business. Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. And yep. everyone, like all the newbies, that's that's what I call them because yep. I I don't do labels, but all the newbie generations are like, oh, I yep. love this song, I love this song. And I'm like, no. Been there. The old one. Done that. And then, but then at the same time, I feel like we could do, we could say that. So the same thing as well, because yeah. I remember my dad, <laughs> I remember specifically like, probably 10, 12 years old, same thing, being like, making fun of my dad, being like, he's like, oh, I'm so old. And he's like, hey, you're going to feel this way one day. Just you wait. And yep. we would make fun of them because they were like, well, I remember this song. This is just a cover of my song. And we're like, no, you're so, you don't know nothing, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And now we're at that age where we're the old ones. We're hearing our songs. And yep. Just, yep. We're that Calm age now. Bitch. I know, I know. Stupid karma, I hate you. No, I love you, but it, just in this respect, I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to feel old. So how did you get into your podcast? Because, like, I could reminisce all day long about things from a child. <laughs> right? All day long. Um, actually, the podcast just kind of sort of came about because, like, I was listening to them at work for a while because I, I did a customer service kind of job where you could just have headphones in and I was getting sick of always listening to songs. And I was like, let's switch it up, turn yep. into a bunch of podcasts. And then eventually I was like, I could do this. And then <laughs> lockdown happened and everyone needed something to outlet into. And my friend Lindy was the only person that basically besides my sister who has the same amount of pop culture knowledge. So I figured why not bring her along? And she was like, yes, absolutely. So that's when we decided to do the podcast together. <laughs> It is amazing and it's it's something that we've brought from us being kids is we had yep. to be creative when there's nothing else going on. Right, so exactly. lockdown happened and it was kind of like just being grounded. So we, <laughs> we all kind of went, how do we get past this? We can't run up phone bills because we're not earning. So let's just do it on the internet. Right? Like, what did we do when we were kids when we were grounded or bored? Huh? Let's the coloring books. Okay, nope, I'm done that phase now. Okay. Um <laughs> let's bake, let's learn to bake bread. Okay, now we're done that now. <laughs> like, yeah. Just going through the checklist. Oh, we watched Tiger King. So okay, we're yeah. done now. Like you just went yeah. through the checklist of what everyone did during lockdown and podcasts. Starting a podcast was 
I mean, it wasn't my checklist, but it turns out most people I know right now are like celebrating their one year. So I was like, I guess I did do the podcast check off the checklist <laughs> for the pandemic. It's mental because the way that we talk, it's just, we're constantly just chatting our own truth. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to listen, you don't have to. And that's the beauty of podcasts is if you don't like what someone's listening to, what someone's saying, you just don't listen. You go find one that is made for you. And that's actually, that's the beauty of our whole world right now. When it comes to entertainment, we have so much content, like, cause the said back in the day, you said we had five channels, maybe like you're switching between. Mm-hmm. So there's only, there was only so many, so much content that was made or even shows movies. Now there is so much content from so many outlets for every theme, every interest. If you don't like it, turn it off and find something else because it's, you're going to find something else that you like out there. Exactly. And I feel like it's therapy for us. Yes. We we get to, instead of cooping everything up, we just get to chat the shit and let it all out. And afterwards you're like, ah, I feel like I've had a real good fr- chat with my friends on my bubble sofa. Free, free, ther- <laughs> free therapy session. Like, come on. And then not only that, our generation, I don't know about your housing market, but ours is over here. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's so overpriced. And it's just like, our our generation just feels like we've gotten screwed at every which way it turns. So yeah. let us reminisce about our good old days and enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I remember my grandparents buying a house and their mortgage, like the house price was so tiny. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I'm going to be working till I'm retired paying this thing off. If I'm lucky, the the bank maybe might give me a fraction of what I need for this house. (laughs) Like, you're just like, there's no way I'm getting ahead. So I'm just going to enjoy my Aladdin and my Little Little Mermaid and sit here in my bubble furniture while drinking my, you know, (laughs) little whatever frozen drinks that I like. Yep. (laughs) And like we had Alka Pops so that we could pretend to get pissed. Right. You know, alongside our parents who was getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember there was one that was like a hard grape juice. I was like, man, <laughs> this it was almost like regular grape juice. And sometimes <laughs> I almost wanted to mistake it for regular grape juice. It was so good. It wasn't wine. Yeah. It was a hard grape juice. There was a difference. <laughs> oh, I remember there being a bottle of white wine and it was like £2.50 for the bottle. And I, every week we would go and... I was able to restock my little fridge. You know, I had the little cans and then I'd go and get some snacks. And it was my job every week to restock my little fridge for the week. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I would always treat myself to a £2.50 bottle of wine just so I felt like an adult. <laughs> right? I remember I, back in high school, we used to go to Burger King and they would have a Whopper Junior combo and it would be two ninety nine and it would be three twenty with taxes. Mm-hmm. You ain't finding no combo for $3 nowadays. Forget it. If you're lucky, that's a value menu item. And pick and mixers, every sweet was a 1p. So when you took in five pounds, Jesus Christ, the amount of sweets you came home with. And then the prices started going up. And it was, what, it's a 2p for that sweet and 5p for that sweet. And I don't even think those candies exist anymore. No, like the because uh, like yeah, I remember they went from the the penny, then they went to like a quarter, like yeah, and then and then it was like fifty cents, and I think at that point I think it was like okay, well, the, it's no point on it. People don't have like how is a dollar now the penny coin? Like exactly. No. It's like I saw a, a meme that said how 
adults nowadays judge inflation. And it was the Taz bars, <laughs> you know, Cadbury Taz. Yeah. They used to be like 5p. Mm-hmm. And now they're like 78p. And you are mm-hmm. like, it's the same size. It's not even a mouthful. And you are charging us over 70p extra for this shopping yep. bar. Yep. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I remember there used to be these like the the chips. They would be like this one, and they were the snack pack, and mm-hmm. they were like ninety nine cents when we were a kid. Because me and my sister could go with like three dollars and get a bottle of pop and one of the chips like this size, and they'd be ninety nine cents. And I think those are now like a dollar ninety nine. And you're like, you're telling me it's doubled for potatoes? Yeah, come on. And then your kids are wanting to have more money so that they can buy the things that you used to buy at the shop. And you're like, Jesus Christ, it's costing me a chuffing fortune. And for part-time jobs, they're making double what I made in my first part-time job. And they're doing less than I did. Because I remember they were like, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. So they were always like yep. making you clean something. And now you see kids, they're just hanging out on their phones in the back. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Gosh. And you're getting paid like $14 to be here. Yeah. What the-, <laughs> the work ethic between our generations I've seen it a lot and it's just so aggravating because (sighs) we was made to work. If you had nothing to do and you went to your mum and said, I've got nothing to do on board, she'd give you housework to do. Mm -hmm. You didn't tell your mum you were bored. (laughs) No, No. you found something to do. And Mm -hmm. that was the best thing about it was like my room was always clean because if my mum walked in and it was a mess, she wouldn't just make me clean up my room. She made me do housework all through the house. Oh, no. So it was like, I might as well just keep on top of it and mm-hmm. not get in trouble. So then my mum would walk in. She'd be like, Jesus Christ, why have you got polish in your hands and mopping your floor? <laughs> and I'm like, just getting done with it. <laughs> Staying busy. You know, yep. it's fine. <laughs> but that's it. Nowadays, it's everything is there, ready for them. Whereas we didn't have that luxury. It was, you make it till you're okay. And their memory of recall as well is not there because they can just look it up online instead of just knowing facts like we had to know facts. Yep. Well, I I remember it being around in the 90s, like your teacher saying, when are you going to ever have a calculator in your pocket? All the the time now, teachers. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that teacher has gone extinct. (laughs) Right. I know. I remember that. Like, that's the one thing we, I I totally remember. Like, when are you ever going to have a calculator in your pocket? You need to know your times table. And now it's just like, I have one in my pocket every damn day. You lied to me. I also have a camera and I also have an app for this and an app for that and an app for this. and (laughs) And then the funny thing is, is they also lied to us because even back in those days, if you were in a profession, like, that needed a calculator, you were allowed to keep a small calculator in your pocket. Your, your like exactly. employer doesn't care. They lied to, but we've also started to learn that there's a lot of things our parents told us. Like when you're driving in a car, the light, you're not allowed to have it on inside the car because apparently it's distract the other drivers. Nice. <laughs> I can read a book with that light, mom. You lied to me. <laughs> See, I remember, uh, <laughs> back before seatbelts became a thing, mm-hmm, my car mm-hmm. seat was two cushions off the sofa. And there was one time we had to take my auntie, my uncle and my cousin somewhere. And they took the parcel shelf off and put all those kids in the boot. And I was like, we're going to play a game. If you see a police car, duck. Yeah. Mum, yep. dad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me safe. 
Or like, I remember where we would like, if you had the back seats where it would go down and you could crawl in the trunk and that's how you would, your parents would just drive with you, like laying down in the back seat in the back trunk for sure. Always. Of course. We had so much fun. I loved, like I said, nineties, the last best decade. Hell yeah. Kids can repeat our fashions, but they will never know what we actually lived through. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) So, Steph, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find us. Our website is uh, www.millennialspod.com or you can find us on Instagram, uh, Turn of the Millennials Podcast, Turn of the Millennials Podcast. And you can check out all the amazing content. I've been listening to it while I've been at work and I've been laughing and going, oh, yes! <laughs> like, the amount of times like, <laughs> I say that and my co-workers turn around and like, <laughs> for God's sake, what? What <laughs> is happening? <laughs> it's like you know when you see movies and they get like someone's had you know brain fog or they can't remember anything yeah and then all of a sudden these memories all hit and they just go whoa i've been doing that every single episode yep it just you hear something you're like that unlocked a memory that i forgot about oh my gosh yep yeah even with us sometimes i have a moment i talk and i'm like oh shoot i, t- I just had a moment sorry for that <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to keep on listening. I hope you guys go and have a listen to Turn of the Millennials. It's an amazing podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, Steph. Thank you very much for inviting me on, Cassie, and I appreciate it. And yes, we hope hope you all listen and we appreciate all of you guys. (laughs) Go give rates and reviews to both of us. Yes, both of us. Yes. you found my conversation with Steph as interesting as I did I had a blast talking about things from my childhood from my memories and I found myself laughing and remembering things that I hadn't thought of in a very very long time all of Steph's links can be found on my social media pages which is Facebook at podcast official and Instagram and TikTok at podcast underscore official. If you've got a funny or inspiring story to share, please email me on officialpodcast at gmail.com. Please leave a rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a recommendation on my Facebook page. These help my little podcast find bigger audiences. But for this week, I've definitely chewed your ear off enough. Watch out for the Billy Bullshitters and I'll talk to you soon. 